Welcome to Ask Me About K-Pop, the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike. My name is Shannon. And I'm Angelica. And welcome to the fourth annual Support Girl Group Spectacular! Yes, hashtag support girl groups 2021, volume four. Very exciting. I love this episode. I can't believe we've done four of them. It's so exciting. Ugh, I know. And every year the list just gets longer and longer. This year is no exception. <laughs> it is no exception. But it's so fun to do these and like it gets us so familiar with all the girl groups so that we can just like watch them grow. And like we mm-hmm. were we were just talking before recording. Promise Nine just like won their first music show trophy. Yes. And they were in our I think first support girl groups roster. Yeah, I think so. Because I remember when we saw them at KCON, we like knew who they were because of the like support support girl groups episode. Um, so yeah, it's really fun to be able to like be plugged in with this side of K-pop and then to be able to see what happens to these ladies because you know we always have our ups and downs. But it's nice to see a group like Promise Nine that was on this list uh, come up and get their first win. Yeah, so um, I'm excited to talk about a lot of these groups today. I feel like very passionately about a few of them. And I feel like (laughs) I hope that this episode introduces some of these groups to people because I feel like there's some special stuff in here. And like when I was looking at the view counts, I was like, wait, what? Do people not know about this? Because obviously I didn't. But like now I want everyone to know about it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of really good, uh, really good talent in this year's bunch um we always I mean it's funny because I feel like the first time we did this there was like 20 groups or so and it was really a mixed bag like some of them we really liked but there were also a lot of just kind of like oh this is coming from a really small company or Mm -hmm. like it's obviously like doesn't have that much like money or time behind it and sometimes it was a little bit like difficult to watch some of them and I really didn't feel that way in this I felt like this was maybe the most like professional crop maybe I don't Mm. like in general I don't know we were talking before about how there's just a little bit something different about this group and maybe it has to do with the way that k-pop in general is evolving but it Mm -hmm. just seemed like a lot of these groups really like get k-pop like they know what the formula of k-pop is and they know how to make a quintessential k-pop song like some of my notes for when i was trying to like you know describe what it sounded like i just would would write like it's just k-pop it's perfect k-pop um so it's it's exciting yeah and all the girls are like super young and like you were saying like that means that they have like if the average age of I didn't do the math, but I would just gather while scanning birthdays that the average age of the girls on the list is 17. Mm-hmm. Like they're all young. Yeah. So like that means they grew up in a only K-pop world. Like, right. It was always on TV. It was always a thing. Yeah. Major second gen groups debuted like when they were in elementary school and stuff. So uh, they have, yeah, always grown up with the more polished 
image of what we know K-pop to be today. And I think that's made a really big difference in the kind of music that we're getting nowadays. Yeah. And then something else I wanted to just bring up about this group of girl groups that we'll talk about today that I think is fascinating and it will probably take time to see, you know, what it all meant. But None of the groups that we are talking about today have ever performed in a world where there was live audiences. These are yeah. all coronavirus times groups. Yeah, so COVID they, era like, debuts. Yeah. So they had debut stages to camera guys mm-hmm. and their two managers going, yay. Like <laughs> None of them have ever performed for a real crowd, which is just like yeah. something to think about. I don't know. I just think it's really interesting. Yeah, kind of it is sad, really kind of weird. Maybe that's why they're so good. They don't have stage fright. Like, I don't know. I don't know. What it is. Maybe. But I was also, I was going to say, like, I would be really curious to hear about that from the idol's point of view. Of, like, what is it like to perform in front of this empty crowd? Because I bet that for a lot of them, that's what they're looking forward to most, right? Sure. Is like being able to perform in front of an audience and like hearing the fan chants and getting to interact with your fandom or whatever, which is really not something that they get to do um, because fans don't even and like come to meet them at the you know they don't like wait outside the music show or anything like that anymore so um I bet it's a really big part of the experience that they're missing yeah so um let's get into it if you've never listened to one of these episodes before the point is to look at the past year of debuted girl groups um and run them down see what their debut was what's their vibe um kind of talk about it sometimes the groups are like already disbanded or the story is bad yeah um and the other thing is we started doing this episode the first one happened on like september 15th 2018 Mm -hmm. so we always do the episodes in september so we look back from last september to right now so it's not the full calendar year 2021 but it's everyone since last time exactly so that means that we'll start with groups that debuted in september in late september of 2020 and go all the way to today yeah all right Let's dive in. Or oh wait, before we do, do we have any updates or things we need to say about girls from our previous three years that I we haven't find said yet? A lot of info because we usually up at the top just sort of check in with like last year's ladies, and I didn't find a lot of news items um, about some of the groups from last year, with the exception of this first one that we're going to talk about. But I noticed that, or I learned that uh, Neon Punch they were featured in our very first girl group episode in 2018. They disbanded on August 11th of 2020, um, and then. Uh, I always forget how to say this. I think it's Third Eye. I think it was Third Eye. 3YE. Yeah, Yeah, Third Eye. They were in our 2019 episode, and I just needed to mention that this year they debuted a quote-unquote seasonal project called Triple Seven, which is a co-ed group with their label mates, B.I.G. And B.I.G. is this, like, four-member boy group, and they are a three-member girl group. And the song is very, like, it's called Presente, and it's very, like, card style, um, like, kind of, like, tropical Latin pop. Um, And they do some fun choreo in it, but I just thought it was really funny that they called them Triple Seven, because I was like, oh, is this, like, a Triple H inspired, like, (laughs) co-ed group? But, like, we're calling it triple seven. I don't know. I just felt like it was too... That can't not be on purpose. You know what I mean? (laughs) Sure. 
But anyway, um, but that's all that I heard from the newest from the from the groups we've talked about before. The major this, news items. I have one thing. It's like barely a thing yet, but it's a possibility of a thing. One of my favorite girl groups from last year's episode that we got really recently in the random game was Red Square. Yes, and like six days ago, Red Square deleted their whole Instagram and changed a new logo and put up a like come like they changed it for like a coming soon. So. Maybe oh. new Red Square very soon because they. Oh, like... very exciting! I thought for a second you meant like oh, they I know. were rebranding or like that they that they had just like disappeared or no, something. No, they are doing that thing where people like delete their Instagram to redo the aesthetic or whatever. Mm. They like cleared it out and then put up a new logo and was like new Red Square. Stay tuned. So, Ooh, well, we exciting. Will. <laughs> we will stay tuned, Red Square. Let's get into our list of girl groups, shall we? Let's do it. Okay, so we're going to start with a group that we teased at the end of last year's episode because they were coming out like a few days later. Yeah, and only the teaser had been published so far. And this is, is it Shum? I think it is Shum. X-U-M. Mm-hmm. And they debuted on September 24th with a single called Dalala. 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 I don't know. <laughs> Um, this is a three-member girl group, and XUM stood for something. Something with an X. Something Something. with an X and a U. It's not even something. It's Shoom Thing. Shoom Thing Unlimited Move, which basically just meant that, like, they never stopped dancing. Ah, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, when we talked about this in our um, trudge through the quarters last year, we said that this song reminded us of like Level Up. Yep. Mm-hmm. I wrote that down again um, because I obviously didn't remember that, but I still agree <laughs> because it still makes me think of that um, because it just goes. It is like there's a real urgency in this song. It just mm-hmm. has that like beat that like doesn't stop yeah um and it to me felt like a little bit tiring um but the i don't know the like core the choreo is fun to watch there's a lot of backup dancers and they're all Um, twerking so hard yes my very first note of this is just butts 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 Um, but, uh, unfortunately for Shum, they have already disbanded. They called it quits on June 1st of this year, 2021. Yeah. We'll get into it at the very end of the mm-hmm. timeline. Cause it will come back, but their company, yes. a 100 entertainment folded, taking them with them. And then they will reemerge later as a new company. <laughs> so stay tuned. So we'll circle back to Shum. All right, our next group came out on October 10th. This is a group called the Refund Sisters with their single, Don't Touch Me. This group actually 
actually started as a joke uh, from Lee Hyori on a show called Hang Out With You, which is the UJ Suk show that gave us Sock 3, the UJ Suk, Rain, and Lee Hyori combo. Mm-hmm. Um, and this group came out of Lee Hyori saying this would be her ideal group. So Refund Sisters is Om Jung Hwa, Lee Hyori, Jesse, and Hwasa. Um, and this song is really fun. It sounds a lot like Pussycat Dolls Buttons. Mm. Um, there are some points where you can just like straight up sing it over it. <laughs> it's not the same song, but it like is as well. Sure. Um, but it's really fun. It, there's just like so much fashion in it. Jessie has her like, she opens it with her like really low voice, which sounds mm-hmm. so good. Lee Hyori's hair is excellent with the like blonde front piece that yeah. looks so dramatic. Um, there's like a two story dress at some point. One of them is like on a crane or whatever, (laughs) because the dress is so enormous. It's just like the most glamorous crime family. Yeah. Cause it's like three generations of like idol stars. Like, I don't know. It's just like, so and it's like three generations of bad bitch idols. Yes. All of these idols have quote unquote bad reputations. So it's like very fun to have them all together. Um, and that it was Hyori's ideal group. I was like, yeah, this fits. Yeah. And it was like super popular and charted for a while. And like Mm -hmm. everyone loved this little joke. It was a good time for everyone. All right, next on the list, debuting on October 16th, we had Black Swan with their title track, Tonight, from their album, Goodbye, Rania. And as we noted again in the quarterly report, this is the group that used to be Rania. Mm-hmm. Um, Rania has like gone over several crazy member changes. They added and, like, a member. full rebrands. Yeah, they added a member from Senegal to this newest lineup. And then like there's been drama since someone's left again. Like, yeah, like one of the members, they debuted as five, but one of the members left in November of 2020. So just a few months after they debuted, one of the members left because of um, some scandals. And mm-hmm. I don't know, there's just like such a saga for uh, Rania that I, I didn't dive too deep into the scandal because it was like we could make a whole episode about the like insane journey that Rania has taken. Um, so just like put a pin in this because we're going to have to come back to rain rania someday yeah but this uh i the song is like not that bad but the music video is just like it's just vulgar this one girl's boobs her like boobs are like <laughs> so prominent and she's just like are are we looking at my boobs like that seems to be like every yeah scene. like we are the, selling like, drop sex. squats and the like oh it's so oh my god it's so much it's just a lot of like yeah, it's a lot of like deep plies in like little panties and leotards and stuff. And we're just like really drawing attention to the pelvis. And one of the outfits, they straight up look like they're wearing adult diapers. Like the white little <laughs> panties that they're wearing are not cute. Um, but the song is fun. Like the members are all really beautiful. And the music video is for sure like a beauty music video or whatever like it's all about their faces um and they're very like belty and uh and stuff but 
I don't know, man. Maybe Rania is cursed. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they need to let it go. Pin in it. We'll get to it another day. <laughs> What's next, next? Next on the list is your personal favorite, I think. Yes. Our girl Stacy. They came out on November 12th with their single So Bad. Stacy Girls is going down. Stacy Girls is going down. <laughs> Stacy stands for Star to a Young Culture. This is a six-member group from High Up Entertainment, and they were actually created by Black Eyed Pilsong, which is a producer duo that is behind excellent hits like Touch My Body, Troublemaker, all of like the newer Twice songs that are like so good, like mm-hmm. from Fancy on, all the new A-Pink all the good titles, A-Pink. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. So Sick, Dum Da Da Dum, like all of those are the this black eyed pill song. So Stacy had a really good like creator um, mm-hmm. behind them. And I loved this song. This song is, this is one of the, this is one of the first ones that I wrote down. Like this is a perfect K-pop song. Stacy is really, really good. I've gotten like low key obsessed with them in the last like 72 <laughs> hours because like when ASAP came out a few months mm-hmm. after this, I was like, I've said a couple times, like, that's my song of the year so far. Nothing's knocked it down because I just think it's excellent. And so did the Korean public. Like, ASAP charted and it stays there. It sits in the 30s with all the IU songs. Like, they mm-hmm. are just like, they made a place. And then their newest song that came out a few days, like a week ago, immediately charted on Melon. They got their first win today. <gasps> and they are not even a year old they're yet. They're not even a year old. Yeah. They are, they're just like really, really good. I really like them. There's only six. I think it's really fun that the two youngest members are like five inches taller than the rest. That's just like adorable and fun to me. Uh, their two main singers, Isa and Sion, are so good. The way that these fourth gen girls have perfected their agio belt voices, like they yeah. sing in their from their faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right here. And, but they can like, but they pierce it into the and they can do runs and like mm-hmm. it amazes me. It amazes yeah. me. Yeah, because they really have found that perfect placement where it doesn't lean too hard into the nasal. So like you don't quite sound like Momo <laughs> from Twice, right. but you're it is like clear as a bell and it's like so forward. It just like cuts right through the air. And one of the girls in Stacy, I don't know their names, but one of them has a really nice low voice, um, which I feel like it's there was probably another- Jay, the rapper who does the how do you think how do you think she's like got the like lo- maybe <laughs> I didn't specifically write that she was a rapper I just wrote that one girl with the deep voice um, and then heart eyes <laughs> um, but yeah there's another group on here that we'll talk about that like has like was featuring some altos and I just thought it was interesting that like that's not usually a register you hear in debut girl groups mm. um, so that was fun something to make them stand out I am also totally noticing some different vocal styles and things emerging mm-hmm. out of girl groups. It's fascinating. Yeah. But anyway, all that to say, I think Stacy is wonderful. I'm so proud of all they've accomplished in less than a year. And um, I think we're going to see good things from Stacy. So um, watch mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Keep an eye on them. Rising stars. Quickly rising to the top. All right. Next up was a long-awaited debut on November 17th. SM finally 
after so long, put together another girl group, and they are called Espa. And their debut single is called Black Mamba. Um, And we talked about this a lot on the show before, but just to recap, when they teased, when Lee Suman originally like gave his big teaser for Espa, there's this whole thing about how they were going to have AI avatar counterparts and the group was going to be like half robots and people were like, is this ethically like right? And everyone was stressing about it. But like, like all things that Lee Suman promises, it was nothing it nothing was nothing like that. Because he straight up <laughs> advertised it as a, this will be an eight member group. Four of the members will be artificial avatars, like based on, they will be like alter egos of the four human girls. And then the debut music video just had the four human girls and one of the avatars as yes. though like the other avatars, like, hadn't been designed yet and stuff like they ran out of time <laughs> and oops we gotta film it like Katrina you're the only one that gets a that gets an avatar or whatever I think that's the wrong name but it starts something like that anyway I this yeah the whole concept the whole concept is grander in theory than it is in practice as Lee Suman is wont to do but I also feel like the promotion of this group so far has been grander in theory than in practice because Mm. to this day Espa has only put out two songs like two singles they have never put out an EP they don't have any b-sides and like it's just very weird the way that SM Invested so much into this idea and concept and then has done very little to invest in the actual group itself. Yeah, and they're dragging everyone else into it because Mm -hmm. the other weird thing about Black Mamba is that it has a bunch of made-up words in it that are part of the deep Espa lore that they are now dragging all the other SM groups into. So now that like EXO and NCT have to say like Kwangya in their song. Yeah, and like Yang Yang has to pretend that he knows what that is. <laughs> right. But like, what is Aespa doing? And like, they are what, like, no shade to Aespa. They are really good. All four of them are really good. Yeah. Like, and I like Black them. Mama goes hard. That it does. bass is great. And that fucking drop in the choreo is yes. so good. Like, Black Mamba is really fun. It's so good. And like, I want, I just like want more for them, A, because like, it's not fair that they haven't, that they got so much pomp and circumstance and then so little Mm -hmm. actual product. But also I'm just like a little disappointed in SM in that they found a way to basically debut 30 boys in the last couple of years. And you had four girls. Yeah. Four. Only four of them were ready. (laughs) Come on. 206 NCTs, but you have only four (laughs) girls that are debut ready, SM? Come on. Okay. Okay. But anyway, Espa's doing great because their second single, Next Level, like, swept the country and, like, everybody who didn't care. Everybody's so into Next Level. So they're going to be fine. It's going to be fine. (laughs) But hopefully they'll get more. Yes. Just in More. (laughs) Um, And that's it for 2020. Yes. So that takes us to 2021. So our very first girl group debut of 2021 is a group called Codes, Q-O-D-E-S. 
And they debuted on February 1st with the single Quest One, period, dollar sign, <laughs> better than X. This group is very interesting. I looked into this one like after I after pulled together all the research, I came back Went to back. this one because I was like, I got questions. So this is a four member group from a brand new company called EJ Music. They are the only group under this company because this company like literally just started. Sure. They are the start of this company. Got it. The four members are called Delta, New, Lambda, and Alpha. Those are their stage names, which are all letters of the Greek alphabet. And the concept of this group is that the group is, it's an RPG video game where the company is the non-player characters, right? The members are the in-game characters and the fans are the players or the users. So the music videos, and they released five singles all on the same day. Mm-hmm. So there's actually released six different songs, all which are called Codes Quest 1 through 6, <laughs> and then they each have, like, their own title. And they all start with this, like, very elaborate, like, very cool animated uh, credit scene where they, like, mm-hmm. introduce all the members, and they name the choreographer, they name the managers, they name the producers and the composers and the director of the music video. Like, it's a full credit scene. And then they go into whatever the concept is going to be. And all six tracks, wildly different. <laughs> wildly different. Like, this one that we just played is... <sighs> It's interesting because it was like very, I thought it was really fun. It like went hard. They had Mm. such good attitude and the choreo is really cool and like complex. The one with red hair is a really good dancer. I wrote that down. I was like the one with the short red hair is like fucking killing this. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But this one has like a lot of like in your face attitude and it has kind of like a heavier hip hop feeling to it. Um, But some of their other tracks are like really fun. Like there's this one called uh, Be Me and it just is the girl with short hair. It's just her in black and white and she does this like really awesome kind of like voguing dance. Mm. Um, And the song is very different and she kills it. Like she's so good. And then they even do and then they have like some that are like really hardcore hip hop and then some that is like this one which is like this really crazy lesbian vampire story with just the two of them and like the choreo is like kind of an interpretive dance and at the end it just says equality and I was like oh are they really (laughs) supposed to be gay like this is like an LGBT statement I don't know I can't confirm that but that's what it says in the music video and then they do this other one that reminded me of Khan do you remember Khan from from one of our first yes I loved them they were a cute little hip hop dude duo that did like such great choreography and one of the songs uh it's called like you and it's just two of the girls and they do like a con style like flirty cute little hip-hop dance and so like they are doing a lot of different things with codes and i don't know where we're gonna go but the all of the girls it's like low budget for sure but high talent i would say like, the girls are really good singers. The choreo is really interesting to watch. The songs, like I said, are very varied. Like, they go all over the place. Um, but it's a, I don't know, I'm, I'm intrigued. Interesting concept. 
for sure it's an interesting concept. I was just like, I yeah, I I liked the dancing. I noticed that one of the girls was wearing those lightning pants that like the shiny backup dancers yes, had. I wrote that down too. Don't call me lightning pants. And then, but yeah, the thing was just that I was watching, I started the video and the girls were dancing so hard. And then they say like, too many cash, too many bitches. And I was like, what? And then, then they kept saying how many bitches they had or how other people were bitches. They kept saying bitches. They do. Like, they what? say bitches a lot. There's another one of their songs where they say, look at my ass, ass. And I was like, excuse? Excuse me? <laughs> cursing in this K-pop? Yeah. It always surprises me. We are. We're me. cursing in this K-pop. Wow. Well, that's codes. That's codes. All right. Next, on February 17th, saw the debut of Tribe. This is a seven-member group from TR Entertainment, uh, and their debut single is called Doom Doom Ta. Um, so this group was put together by Shin Sedong Tiger, who's come up on the show a lot. Another prolific producer wrote all the like fun Momo Land songs and mm-hmm. such. Loves um, a, a catchy horn. Yeah. So you can, he, his uh, influence is all over this. Oh, yeah. um, and also Ellie from EXID uh, wrote some tracks on the debut Tribe album. Yeah, this one and the uh, B-side are produced by both Shin Sedong Tyler, Tiger and <laughs> Shin Sedong Tyler, Shin Sedong Tiger and Ellie. <laughs> I want to um, know who Shin Sedong Tyler is. <laughs> this is funny. Okay. Um, yeah, so this like high budget music video, like oh, CGI yeah. tigers and shit. Also so many guns. So many, so guns. many guns. So many guns. But the song is a booty shaker, booty shaker. It's it got is. those like very like jungly drums and like sirens. And it's like, yeah, it's Yeah, <laughs> and it has like lot. whistle moments in it, and it's like all so like brightly colored. The, the choreo is really fun. There's a dance practice that is totally worth a watch. They have like, they have really good, um, they have very like satisfying formations. Um, so definitely, definitely worth checking out. And they have since released a follow-up single. So they are staying active. Try yeah. B. Try Which B. stands for triangle being, meaning a perfect existence. Yes. Um, and it's T-R-I period B-E. Mm-hmm. And it is pronounced tri-B, not tribe. Yeah, they say a tri-B very many times in the yeah. song. And so they spell know. it that way in Hangul as well. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, so that's tri-B. Tri-B. Next up, same month on February 24th, we have Pishi or Pixie. I think it's Pixie, but... I think it's Pixie, too. While we look that up, their single was called Wings. Pixie. It's Pixie. Okay, Pixie. That's what I thought. So this is a six-member group from All Art Entertainment and Happy Tribe Entertainment. It's a um, collaboration between the two companies. The former leader of Cherry Bullet is in this uh, is in this group, and this has like a really spooky 
super start to it um like flash warning for the music video um and it's shot which is shot at that like iconic circle garage circle building the other yeah. ones are filmed in um but i thought this was really cool like there's i felt like it had that sort of tough guy like like when boy groups try to do the like dark concept but it was for ladies and they had like they have this like very screechy chorus where they like i think they actually like "Ah!" scream in it like a dream catcher um but uh they do really neat, they do really cool choreo. The move that stood out to me was that they do, you know, that part in Monster where they get down on the ground and they like, ha- they hover their leg. They hover their leg in the little clock. Yeah. The, this, that move is in this. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's really cool choreography that I felt like is not typical of a girl group. Um, and yeah, this song, what, I don't know if it would be something I would like normally listen to on the day to day. Cause it is kind of like spooky. Yeah. Um, which is a fun trend that I saw a lot of, a lot of our girls now are getting spooky. They're being badass. They're kicking ass and they're casting spells. Yeah. Um, I remember I started, I didn't keep up with it very well, but at the beginning of the year, I started myself a girl groups playlist on Spotify and I was trying to just like add every new album that came out to like look for gems Mm -hmm. and I'll just listen to things until I can't stand and and then just take off things that I don't like or whatever. Sure. Anyway, I put the Pixie song on there. I remember like I put it on, I tried it. But it would get to the point where there's actual screaming and every time I would be like, no, I don't want to listen to this. And so I had to take it off. Like, I just don't like when music screams at me. But like, I do think it's cool and they are doing something really interesting. And also there's outfits in the music video. There are these like deep wine, burgundy, purple little outfits. And the oh, I just that color. Ooh, it was really nice. Yeah. Yeah, very, um, very pretty music video in the sense of like good looks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. All right. Next up on March 9th, this was the debut of Majors, a six member group from ANS Entertainment. And their first single is called Spit It Out. Spit It Out. I loved this song. I thought it was so fun. Um, I think that the like the hook is really catchy. It almost sounds like a whistle, but it's not a whistle. And it might actually be a distorted voice just singing like the ooh line. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it kind of so it like almost sounds like an instrument, but I think it is a voice with an effect on it. Um, and that's what makes the main hook of it. But it does have like a um the main part of it is an anti-chorus because um, it just like the beat drops out and they just say like spit it spit out. Spit it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but the choreo is really, really cool. I really liked the choreo to this. Um, there's a Simply K-pop performance on episode 463 that is really good. Like the the main move of the chorus is very like in your face, but in a subtle way, which is kind of... <laughs> That I realize that that's a contradictory statement, but it's like a, it's a subtle move where they're like, just like 
front facing like the the audience or whatever uh-huh. in a way that is like kind of advancing. It's like intimidating. Ooh. It's an intimidating move. Um, even though it's like a very subtle thing. Um, but the choreo is totally worth watching. Um, they're wearing like fun, like corset shin hanbok looks at a couple different times in the music video. Yeah, I love those corset, the dresses with the corsets on them. Those are, I liked all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have released a follow-up as well. Um, already it's called rain on me and it's a very different vibe. Like it's not quite as, as tough um as this one is it's more like glamour and fun um so if you're if you like the voices that you hear but want to hear them do a a different slightly different concept they have another song as well beautiful uh that was majors all right on march 15th was the debut of purple kiss a seven member group from RBW and their uh, debut EP is called into violet and their debut single is called Ponzana. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but they say it a lot in the song. Um, and they also sometimes spell it with an inye, ponsanya. But like, mm. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Um, but, pur- <laughs> but Purple Kiss is interesting because they are ve- they are self-producing. They do all their writing and choreo and styling. Um, and this is another like kind of witchy one. Oh, like, very witchy. Yeah, I loved this. Stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very spooky. And the the spookiest part is the really cool like dance breakdown where they have the like really dramatic strings and it's like I can't imitate it. But they do the, <laughs> but they do really really awesome choreo in it and there's a part where they like they do that like lean back yes. move or whatever. Um but yeah, this one also I think has like screams in it at some point. Um, very, very spooky, spooky vibes for a debut. Um, but I talked about this when it came out because I thought it was so fun, and that EP is really good. Because yeah, the, I liked the EP. Yeah, RBW is Mama Moo's company, and so like these girls predictably are also very, very good singers. Um, and they were really active before they debuted. They had like a YouTube channel, and they um, were on Mix Nine, produced Forty Eight. They've got like a whole bunch of. They've been out there. They did so many pre-debut videos. So many. Yeah. So there's lots. And they have already come back, right? Since yep, debut. They just recently came back oh, this yeah. month. Mm-hmm. With Zombie? Zombie. Zombie. Nailed it. It's fun. I like it. Talk about K-pop disco. Your turn. Oh, it's my turn. Okay, the next one. This next one is called Cookie. They debuted on March 25th with the single, I Guess I Really Like You. As you can probably hear, these are actual children. It's kids again. (laughs) Uh, This is a group from HR Entertainment. They debuted as five members, but they currently only have and this is a group that it seems to be some kind of like training academy where uh, the members of this group 
graduate. So three members have graduated from this group and two have been replaced. So they currently have four of them. Um, and yeah, this is a, a remake of a 2013 song, which I thought was interesting because as soon as I heard it, I thought it sounded just like the bubblegum first gen pop. Yeah. I thought um, it was going to be older when I dug into and seeing the album art. Cause like the person who sang the song is called Pelgan Mori N, which means red hair Anne. And she had like red hair and wore pigtails. And so I thought it was going to be from like 1987, but no, it was 2013. Wow. But it seemed hella dated, like the song and the album cover and everything. So weird choice. Yeah, weird choice, weird choice. But um, but these girls, like they are children, but they are also very professional. Like they are... Giving such good face the whole time. Like, everyone is smizing. No one is forgetting that the camera can see them at all times. Like, they did a great job. Yeah. So, great work, baby cookies. Maybe we'll see you somewhere else someday. Um, All right. Next up, on April 28th, we had the debut of Hot Issue, uh, a seven-member group from S2 Entertainment. And they debuted with a... EP titled Issue Maker and their debut single is Gratata. Hot, the hot and hot issue stands for honest, outstanding, and terrific, <laughs> which is very nice. Um, so this group this song this everything they are absolutely 100% nailing what they are doing it is not for me (laughs) but they are nailing it in that they are making girl nct music like purely like it even has the nice r&b part that i really like Mm -hmm. and you're like oh i like this part of the song and then it goes back to the screaming and like so anyway not to like different different strokes but i'm telling you if you are a person who like likes nct i think you should try to get into hot issue because i think they're going to deliver you literally exactly what you want in your music yes i i agree yeah i agree they're definitely they kind of felt like a um like itsy and nct inspired because i would say in the itsy way like they are there's a full chant cheerleader chorus Mm -hmm. and they are loud. Like they are chanting and kind of yelling through the whole song, but the song itself is not noisy. Like the composition of the song is not noisy at any point. And it actually has some really interesting like musical elements to it throughout the song. Like there's a, there's a whistle in it and there's this part that almost sounds like a sort of middle Eastern string instrument that I couldn't quite place. Um, and the beat itself is like a little bit subdued, but they are like very, very high energy. Um, and yeah, like the first time that I heard this song, I was kind of like, I was like, wow, this is loud. But then when I was listening to it more and I watched some of the dance practices, I was like, okay, the way that I really enjoy Itzy, I can totally see myself really enjoying Hot Issue as well, especially because the dance practice is a fucking 
amazing. Like it's <laughs> such a good, oh my, they do so many cool like optical illusion style, like formation changes and stuff. And it was like so satisfying to watch. Um, so highly recommend the dance practice for Gratata. Like very, very rewarding. <laughs> yeah. But like they look cool as shit. They like, they're wearing that kind of racer jacket leather like luke that is very popular in boy groups but like it is styled in such a better slicker girlier like way and like they all look awesome yeah really good styling throughout the whole thing and there's like yeah there's just it's a really interesting song like i would say listen to it with headphones on because you're gonna hear a lot of really interesting things gotta catch all the pieces yeah yeah. in the in the melody and in the background and even like some of the girls do like i noticed that one of them does like this like kind of yodely effect on their vocals like they're trying different things they're trying different Mm -hmm. things yeah, so hot issue. Get into hot it. Hot issue. So the next item on our list is an interesting... We've never had something like this before. Um, and we're going to talk about these all at once. They didn't... We're going to go a little bit out of chronological order. Yeah. Um, but just to talk about this all-in-one fell swoop. So this is called the Future Idol Debut Project. And uh, the Future Idol Debut Project is a project um, of Future Idol Asia, which is a subsidiary of the Rainbow Company. And it is a dance company, a dance academy of this music production company, Rainbow Company, which may Mm -hmm. also be responsible for doing other things aside from music. Um, But basically... The project or the, or the idea behind the project is to simply create different idol groups and put them out there. Um, and I know that they have been debuting all of their groups on uh, Future Idol TV, which is their YouTube channel. Um, but you looked into this a little bit more. Yes. From what I could gather, it seems like this is just a um, like kind of the fancy thing that this academy does. Every year they put together like a showcase of their students and apparently one of the Everglows, that's how she got discovered, Mm. was through this process. So like they've succeeded at least one time. Yeah. Um, So for this year, it seems like they put together like six whole groups Mm -hmm. for this project, gave them all a single. From what I could gather, the singles appeared to be Korean remakes of C-pop songs that Rainbow Company, because Rainbow Company has some C-pop groups. Mm. So it's like they're re-recording like songs Songs that they have the rights to. That they have the rights to. And they film like a nice looking video of the girls doing the dance. And then I think they had like actual physical showcases where people from the companies came because from what I could gather of this batch of girls, which we'll list in a second, six of them were accepted as trainees at Rainbow Company. So like they get to move up a level and be at the actual company. And then some others got auditions but did not pass them at Kakao Entertainment. Mm. So that's yeah. the story of this, I guess. Yeah, it must be some sort of like recruitment pool, basically. Yeah. Um, but so they have debuted six groups so far this year. The first was called Magic Girl. This was a nine-member group that debuted on April 29th with the single Magical Girl. Then they debuted a group called Ice Cream the next month on May 14th. This is an 11-member group with their single Feel Me Up. Very, very, very unfortunate title. Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. (laughs) 
In June, they debuted June 8th. We had Top Girl. This was nine members. Their single was called Show Me. Uh, in July, July 8th, almost a full month later, we have Perfume, 11 members with their single Diary. Then in August, August 17th, we have a group called Lemonade with 11 members. Their single is also called Lemonade. And last but not least, September 8th, they debuted a group called Sparkling, which had seven members, and their song was called Cheerful. Yeah. Yeah. The songs are all really different um, to varying degrees of success. Uh Uh, And yeah, they're not like real permanent groups. So just a sort of interesting concept. Yeah. But we have them all in the playlist. So if you're looking at the YouTube playlist and you come across these videos where it's like girls all in the same outfit, like just doing a dance in one room, it's one of these idol project groups. Yeah. <laughs> but we wanted to include it because, hey, girl groups. They deserve to be included and, and they, they might, worked hard. They might show up someday. We might see them somewhere else. So you yeah. never know. A few of them had gravitas. Yeah. Um. So that's the end of April. And before we get into May... We have got to take a quick break, so we'll be right back. This episode of Ask Me About K-Pop is brought to you by Idol Gossip, the new YA novel by Alexandra Lee Young. Alexandra is the producer for the New York Times The Daily Podcast and is the genius behind the K-Paparazzi episode of Radiolab that's discussed on this very show. Also on this very show, we had Alex here last week to talk all about her book, Idol Gossip, which gives an inside look behind the glitz of the K-pop industry and follows a Chinese-American girl named Alice who moves to Seoul with her family and is offered a spot at an exclusive K-pop academy. How will Alice navigate the culture clashes, egos, and training practices of K-pop, a world she knows nothing about, to lead her group to success at the Dream concert and maybe strike K-pop gold? Angelica and I loved this book. We are declaring it the first K-pop historical fiction, and we cannot wait for all of you to read it as well so that we can chat about it and cast the movie in our minds and do all the fun stuff we did last time we had a book club. So go get your copy. Idle Gossip by Alexandra Lee Young is published by Walker Books US and is available now wherever books are sold. Okay, we're back and let's get back into it. So on May 12th, we had the debut of WJSN The Black. This is a subunit of WJSN. And their single was called Easy. Oh, and what a moment this was for me and everyone and the world. This might the be world. my song of the year. <laughs> I, yeah. I love this so much. Yeah, song of the year, hairography, suitography of the decade. Yeah. Looks of the century. Uh-huh. <laughs> God, the suits in this, though. Like, the suits are so good. And the music video is a heist concept. We talked so much about this when it came out because we love it so fucking much. This yeah. is what made us pay attention to WJSN in the first place. Yep. And, oh, my goodness, they're so, so good. They're so good. They're so good. Um, yeah, and this was really fun. Watch every single stage. Watch the music video. It's so great. They also, there's a B-side on the little EP called Kiss My Lips. That's also a good time. It's such a good song. I was just going to say the B-side's totally also a bop. Um, the choreo is so cool. Um, they do they do have a performance version of the 
of it. So like mm-hmm. you can just see the the choreo itself um, if you don't want to watch the the heist. Um, but why not? The heist <laughs> is not? fun too. Yeah. So love WJSN the Black. Um, I hope they do something again or we see some more WJSN subunits because that was the second one. The first yes. one was Choco Me, which was Trotty. Mm-hmm. But they Choco Me only ever did the one thing. So yeah. I wonder if WJSN the Black will ever do anything else. But I hope that they will because I loved it. I loved everything about it. So our next group is, I'm not really sure how to pronounce this. Is it Lounzina? That's the best guess I could give. I All would right, say cool. Lounzina. Let's go with that. Lounzina. Um, because they don't have the like Hangul. I didn't see the Hangul spelling no. anywhere, so I don't know what it phonetically is, but it's L-A-O-N-Z-E-N-A. They debuted on May 31st with a single Stargaze. <laughs> This is a three-member group from a company called FYMM Records. Uh, and this was really interesting because the they do have a music video for it. It's like one of the only things that exists, but it's called an official visualizer instead of a music video. And the music video to me did not at all match what I expected the visuals to be for this song. Because mm. the song is kind of like cool and ethereal. It's like it's very vibey. It's yeah, extremely it's a vibey. really interesting composition that f- struck me more as like indie K-pop. But the music video is just the three members on the beach. And like right. the music video was like very sweet and simple. And the song felt very cerebral in a way that I thought like and kind of sad or like melancholy. Like it has a lot of emotion in it. And it was just mm-hmm. weird to see like three smiley girls on a beach. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting song. It was interesting. I, yeah, I imagine it's just like a tiny budge someone trying something because i looked them up on melon and they had eight likes on their profile um so yeah i think it was just like a small thing i wanted to like this i think that like the vibes are really good and when i was like listening to all the songs on a playlist i would try to listen to the whole four minutes of it but i would always have to just give it a skip yeah but it is interesting all right next up on june 2nd we have the debut of Mini Mani. This is a three-member group from CMG Stars with a single called Stop. There's your disco, baby. Yeah. We got it. Love it. We, we love found to hear it. it. Um, so an interesting thing about Mini Mani is that they are much older than every mm-hmm. group on here. No shade, of course. They're younger than me still. I'm just saying. One of the members is 30, and this is like her fourth group that she's been in. Yes. The maknae of this group is 25, so like already older than most of 17. <laughs> <laughs> um, But like they're good, and they're really having like a ton of fun. The music video is like cheeky disco fun. They have like sequin dresses and like great little like similar to the tiara zombie like, you know, disco Mm -hmm. pants kind of thing. And they're belting their little hearts out and doing cute 
little shuffle moves and it's just a great time oh my god yeah i loved it they have um when they're not wearing the like sequin outfits they have these awesome suits in these like really bright primary colors and there's like such fun oh this song is just so fun the song is really fun the choreo is really fun in kind of a like orange caramel sort of way where like the moves are a little bit goofy in some in some parts of it but they're very simple um so it was it would be something that like you could easily learn how to do um but they're not joking in their voices at all like they Mm. are singing and they are singing very well um some of the members of this group have musical theater backgrounds and like when you watch the live performances of this they sound fantastic singing live um so you can see that like theater background in it but i thought it was funny it kind of reminded me of my first thought was if Celeb 5 was, like, an actual concept for the group. Okay, yeah, sure. Like, if you took that and made it a real group, then I think that's what you would get with these ladies. I think I agree. I had a great time. I loved it. Mini money. Mini money. All right, next up, we have another children's group, (laughs) and this is called Re, colon, Kids Bloom. They are a five-member group from Retune Music who debuted on June 6th with the single Balloon. Which is like a children's ballad? It made me laugh so hard (laughs) because the vibe of this song is like so like grown up and emo like Sean Mendez B-side like <laughs> I don't know but it's like little little girls like 8 year olds like standing really dramatically in living rooms and being like yeah and like it just was <laughs> cracking me up because it like the vibe just doesn't feel right and it was just really funny and they were taking it so seriously and they're just like so little they're just like little they're so chubby and little they're just like so small they're so small they are so so small so it um, just this just made me chuckle it just made me chuckle heartily and be like look at you making your little because if I, I would if if i was that age god i would have leapt at an opportunity to seriously stand on a skyscraper and yeah, sing my and song felt, like i felt I your totally sad song it. yeah feel all of your eight-year-old feelings yes yeah so it made me laugh all right next up on june 10th Cube Entertainment debuted an eight-member girl group called Lightsome with the single Vanilla. Um, so yeah, as you can hear, this is like a very it's very bright. My immediate like sound alike, or if I was trying to put it in a box, it's kind of red, red velvet, red summery. That's and it's exactly like, what I wrote. Okay, word yes. for word, I wrote red velvet. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's like the music video is so bright and pastel, and they're definitely doing like cute, bright girl crush. But the choreo itself is like kind of intense and a little like it goes pretty hard oh my god the choreo is no joke like (laughs) this choreo is crazy the again like the music or dance practice or whatever like check it out um because it's uh it has so the feet are so fast it has so many jumps it is like drop squats 
so many fucking drop squats. Like there's like a repeated one where they just like bounce, bounce, and then they up yes. and like they're going and they're gone. Oh my god, it looked amazing. I was watching it and I was just I literally watched it like this with my like hands on my cheeks. And then when it finished, I just went, oh wow. <laughs> because it looked very fun, but also like one of those days. I was just thinking of like us doing it at Uno's and being like, oh yeah. man, this would be fun but absolutely exhausting it would be like like boom boom or something like we would have a good time but oh my god would we be tired at the end um but yeah i it felt it was very fun and i felt like i don't know part of me felt like i'd heard it all before though like Mm. The percussion of it sounded like red velvet to me and then there was like the edm breakdown sounded like it was from another song. I was like, I've heard this exact tune before sure. and I couldn't like put my finger on it and it was very fun and they like look really good. It just like, maybe it was too trendy. Like even the music video had all of the trends that you see right now with right. like the purple and yellow plaid and the like white and denim looks and the like disco balls in the background. That's true. And maybe it was just like too much of what's hot right now that it all felt like we had seen it before sure um that can happen but yeah i don't know i i i i wanted to like it more than i did i think for sure i think i i get that i get that because i also didn't find any of it disagree like i did not find it disagreeable but i also didn't want to like listen to it. it again yeah right now you know yeah I totally agree. It was like, I don't have any complaints, but I don't have anything else either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, I feel uh, another thing that I think you can bring up in regards to this group that I feel bad about some of these groups is that I feel like it must be really hard to debut at a company that people are mad at. Or yeah. a company that is previously like fucked up really badly. Mm-hmm. Because like looking at some of the comments on these Lightsum videos are people being like justice for CLC and just like getting really mad and being like, I want to like this, but I don't support the blue box under any circumstances. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, it's it's just hard. I feel like it must be weird to debut at a to be a debuted group when the fans of your sunbays are pissed about something else and like want to take it out on you. Yeah. I mean, when you are, I mean, especially cube, like of all the companies, like they fuck up the most, I feel like. And so it is, yeah, that is really, that must be really hard to debut with a company that has such a bad reputation, but I don't know. Good luck, ladies. Good luck luck to you. Okay, next up on the list, we've got a group called Rumble G. This is a four-member group from Winner Zone Entertainment, and they debuted on July 14th with the single Rupretel Cham. <laughs> I looked this up to see, like, what is Rue Pretel Cham? And I couldn't actually find, like, if it's in a particular language or if it's a totally made-up word. But there is another idol who, like, has the word tattooed on his neck. So it is a thing. It's a word that, I think it might be a made-up word, but it means every desire 
every desired wish will be granted. And I kind of wonder if it had maybe something to do with like genies or like magic or something, because it felt like in this music video, they were trying to evoke something like, and I didn't know if it was trying to be Arabian or if it was trying to be a certain, like, I, I don't know, or if it was trying to be that like genie vibe or, or what, but it felt like they were trying to evoke something mm-hmm. I was I like I, yeah I did a deep google I couldn't find like an actual source of like where like you know the etymology of it mm-hmm. but all of the like articles and comments I found of people asking about this word like in Korean people were explaining like it's probably from some book like something before Harry Potter but it's a magic spell from a book and it means it yeah. takes all so it's like abracadabra it's just like a phrase you say and it's for wishes Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's all I got. Yes. And there is another group who also has a song titled this. So it is like a phrase that at least in Korea is familiar. Um, Worth noting, one of the members of this group, Didi, she is the first ever Burmese idol. Um, And this is a really, yeah, it's kind of a, it's an interesting song. It has like a little bit of a spooky start, but then it turns into this kind of like, to anyone, like pump up the jams, like Ooh, to anyone is a kind song. of good. I think that's a decent, like a decent comparison, comparison yeah, or for analogy. what they were going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like interesting guitar moments, and they, um, they're it's all also very, good very rap heavy too. Yeah, mm-hmm. very rap heavy. Um, but yeah, Rumble G, Rumble G, which stands for Rumble Generation. Well, there you go. Um, okay, next up on August 4th was the debut of Skylee, which is a four-member group from Good Luck Entertainment. And their single is called Fly Up High. High, high, yeah. Um, and Skyly stands for Show the Kinetic and Youth Leading a New Episode. That made me laugh so <laughs> hard because it doesn't make any sense. No. Show the Kinetic and Youth Leading a New Episode. That is nonsense. Yeah. It is nonsense. But also because I read this as Skyle, and every time I see it, I just think of Skyle. I know. I looked it up, Which makes me think of all the nerdy boys I've ever known named Kyle. And I'm just like, Skyle. Like, I can't. I I literally wrote down, like, biased against the name, to be honest. I I wanted it to be Skyle because I was like, oh, it's like Style and Skyle. But I looked it up, and it's Skyly. It's Skyly. Skyle. I wanted it to be Skyle. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Okay, but the Skyly song is very interesting because it is an absolute perfect um, amalgamation of the first three Blackpink songs and the first two Everglow songs. That's they just I like. Wrote. 
Act found the barely legalist way to chop up all of those songs into one song. Like the rapping patterns are the same. Like it's all the same. And I'm not Mm -hmm. trying to say that these people are ripoff hacks and they should die. I think it's an, it's an interest. It's like a thing you can do. It's a thing you can do for marketing. Take a thing that's super popular and be like, how do I do this too? Mm -hmm. It's not crazy, but it is repetitive. Yeah, it is. I mean, as soon as you watch it, you hear the black pink immediately. And then once you get into the bridge and the kind of like more uh like the beat in the chorus, it is just straight adios. Like it, the Everglow like comes out so clearly. Um that it did it did sort of feel like okay, I have seen this before. Um, But they are, I don't know if we said four member group, three of the members are Korean and one is Chinese because the company Good Luck Entertainment has operations in both Hong Kong and Korea. So it's like an international company and an international group. Yeah. But um, yeah, they are, they, it's a thing and they're doing the thing exactly as you do the thing. They are doing it exactly... As it should be dead. (laughs) All right. On our list for August 8th, this is a group called Kizuna Simulation, also sometimes shortened to KZSM. They are from the company 29 Production, a four-member group which debuted with the single Touch to Start. don't I couldn't find a lot of information about this group but I do have a lot of questions because everything I did find about them described them as quote an underground live idol girl group the first underground live idol girl group and I don't know what that means but that's what they are I the only thing that I could gather is that this is not for Korea it did it's not seem like Japan it was because yeah. their entire website, their whole YouTube, every video they've ever posted is in Japanese. The song is in Korean. Mm-hmm. It is a song in Korean. It sounds like a Japanese song. It does. But the lyrics are in Korean, but every single piece of information about them is written in Japanese, which tells me they only want Japanese people to know about it. Yeah. And like <laughs> Kizuna is a Japanese word as well. So um, I don't know. But I thought the song was perfectly fun and fine for exactly what kind of music it is. Like, to me, it sounded like (laughs) the songs that they use on the produce shows. You know what I mean? Like, just a, it's got like a heavy rock, like driving, driving sense to it. But it's like very cheerful vocals, so it has like a weird dichotomy to it. Um, But yeah, Kizuna Simulation. All right, next up on the list, we have on August 11th, High L, which stands for High Insight Libre, a six-member group from A100 Entertainment when they were still A100 Entertainment, and their debut EP is called Go High, and the title track is 2-2, parentheses, 22.
this song immediately on start has echoes of the last three A-Pink songs. Like mm. all of those vibes kind of mushed into like a new thing. Um, and I just thought it was like good and interesting. And I was very surprised that there were like no views on the music video because it like looked hella legit and the song sounds good. And like they were good. And I was like, wait, why didn't anyone watch this? Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, this is very pleasant. Um, the choreo is really fun to watch. It has little kicks um, and, like, really good, like, satisfying formations to watch, too. And the vocals are really catchy. I loved the chorus. Like, that. It, the chorus, the main line of the chorus is something that can just, like, so easily get stuck in your head. But did you want to talk a little bit about the K-pop live entertainment? What, oh, what no, I was going to get to it because... Oh, oh, it's them. Okay, I'm sorry. I thought it was later on in the... I'm so... Excuse me. Okay. We're reaching the end. In the time the is now. We're already there. Okay, so <laughs> earlier I said A100. That's not right. This high L debuted under K-pop Live Entertainment, which is the new name of A100, because A100 disbanded due to issues with COVID-19, like... I don't know. They couldn't get work. So they yeah. disbanded Neon Punch and Shume. And then less than seven months later, they've just got a new name and a new girl group. Wash our hands of that. Like, okay, I guess. Yeah. I know. Yeah, that is like, <laughs> it's so sketchy because when we were talking about Shume earlier, like, yeah, they debuted under A100 and then A100 folded because they couldn't, they had no money. And now, as K-pop live entertainment, suddenly we do have the money for a six-member girl group. Like, your last girl group only had three members in it, and you couldn't afford to keep them around. And now, you have twice as many. Yeah. It doesn't... It makes me scared. But I liked the song. I liked I it, too. that it was good. Yeah. I just wrote, good luck, with, like, a lot of, like, <laughs> fingers crossed emojis, because I don't... This company doesn't bode well. Yeah. All right, next up, we have perhaps the shortest lived group of all time. They are called yeah. Solia. They debuted on August 17th with a single dream. This uh, was a five-member group from Space Music Entertainment. Their name stood for Special Our Light Influence Artist. Again, meaningless. Mm -hmm. uh, but they disbanded only five days later due to company financial issues. So the only thing that exists of Solia is this music video, which is very, 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 It looks very like it was filmed on a toaster. Oh, looks my. like shit. But the song itself doesn't sound bad. Like, the song is produced okay, like... But the music video looks super awful. The music super video awful. looks so cheap. It makes them look like a garage band. Like the girls They're literally next door in a garage at yeah, one point. They're literally in a garage. And they're like, the concept of the music video is them like self-producing this. Um, and like the song itself is, is like you said, it's catchy and the choreography is really good. Um, but the, yeah, the like overall quality of it was just so low budget. It's a little bit distracting. It and also, to be honest, 
I felt like it almost sounded like it was, and I don't, I'm not a sound engineer, so I like can't speak intelligently about this, but it almost sounded like the mix itself was amateur or unpolished. Like something about the vocals felt unfinished to me. No, that's probably very true. I might've been thinking of a different song when I, cause there's another one coming up that has a bad music video, but the song sounds good. Mm. But I think the other thing is that I felt like this song felt really dated. Like if this had been a song in our 2001 episode, I would be like, yeah, like it sounds like a chakra song or something like the Mm. specific like danciness of it feels like 20 years ago as opposed to like right now. Um, but anyway, I feel real bad for this group. And it was also one of those weird, creepy things that happens with our podcast where we put out our shortest lived groups episode. And then the next day, this group disbands to say like, I'll show you. Oh, you thought those were short? (laughs) I'll show you short. Five days, not even a full week. Not even a full week. Crushing. So sad. So sad. Sorry, Solia. Good luck to you. All right. On August 18th, we saw the debut of Posh Girls, an eight-member group for Korean for Japanese from Number One Media, and their debut single is called Got You. Um, the music video for this is like um, Fairies in a Meadow, which I feel like I haven't seen in a while. And the song itself is like kind of twi- twicey, if you, if I were to categorize mm. it. It's kind of twicey. Um, and they have beautiful capes, little silky capes. The I love all of their little capes. capes. Yeah, their little blue <laughs> capes were so cute. The choreo has a lot of fun moments. It's totally worth watching their performance on the show. Um, for the choreo itself. Uh, yeah, I laughed a little bit cause like it is girls in a field, but it's girls in a green screen field. <laughs> like they're not actually in a field. Um, but yeah, the song was, I thought it was perfectly fine. If not a little sharp. Yes. In the chorus. The, pier- the chorus is a bit piercing, but just, just a tad. Good <laughs> stuff. Okay. Next. Next up, we have a group called Pretty G, but this is P-R-I-T-T-I hyphen G. It's a five-member group from Interobang. They debuted on August 31st with a single called Hola. Three of these girls, like I said, is a five-member group. Three of them have been with the company since 2014 or 2015. Um, and they actually were originally a members of a group just called Pretty, P-R-I-T-T-I, which was known as, or has the claim to fame of being the youngest girl group active with members that were between 10 and 13 Korean age. And we got them in the random game once. I'm pretty says, sure that we note. did. I'm really? pretty sure that we did. There, I have a pretty knocked off, but maybe okay, it's different. Okay, then I believe you. Um, I, I believe you. Okay. I don't remember it, but we've also done like literally hundreds. So. That's true. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, you clutched your heart when I said I this. I fucking this love name. this. <laughs> I love this. I love it. I love it. I love it. It's so good. That chorus is excellent. I love it. I do think that like the music video, like the choices of the styling for the music video are maybe off. They have them dressed a little like too itsy, a little too Blackpink for this Aegyo shit. And the choreo is also maybe not right. Like watching the music video, I find it confusing. But just listening to the song, which I bought immediately after hearing it. Love it. It is such a great audio experience of like my Aegyo princess music. Like, I love it, but I don't think the music video matches it as well. I just think it's great. I think this song is so good. Wow. I'm surprised. I I mean, I'm not like surprised that you loved it so much, but this was not one that stood out that much to me. I did think it was interesting in the sense that like you kind of think you know where it's going to go and then it goes in a just slightly different direction. Like I, it, it starts out like a song that you might, be able to kind of predict where the melody is going in the chorus and it doesn't exactly go where you think it is going to which I thought made it interesting um but I did watch the dance practice for it and they're doing like such high energy choreography in literally the most enormous white tims like the big <laughs> white boots that shiny wore for don't call me like those are the boots that these girls are oh, dancing they're so in. small yeah they're so small and there are just these parts of the the dance practice where you just hear the thunk thunk of like the like the steps because <laughs> they do like a strong step or whatever but this by far coolest formation changes of the dance practices that I watched off of this list. Like they are so smooth and precise worth watching. Great. Well, I love pretty Giola. Great song. Great song. Um, all right. Next up. Interesting. We have two, two in a row of these. This is a girl group that debuted as a school project. Yes. The Applied Music Department and K-Pop Department at Hoan University debuted a seven-member girl group called Azer Blossom with a single called Focus on Me. Focus on me. Um, this is the song... The production of this song is so excellent. It sounds so good. They like absolutely understood the assignment and wrote a perfect K-pop song. And it sounds so good. I wrote A+. I hope their professor gave them an A+. I wrote A+, for all. (laughs) Yes. I literally also wrote like they understood the assignment. Like I believe that these girls studied K-pop because they know the formula upper case. Like they knew what they were doing. And this song is so cool. It's so drippy and it's groovy and they have such good singers. Like they're really very good singers in this group. Um, and yeah, I just thought that they did such a good job and I like patted ourselves on the back for knowing that seven is indeed the prime number for, uh, <laughs> for groups. For sure. <laughs> 
Um, just a few days later, so Azure Blossom came out on September 1st, and just a few days later, another group from, again, a university, this time called Fairy Blue of the K-pop music production department of Pekche Institute of the Arts, came out with a single called Call My Name. <laughs> Once again, assignment understood. Mm -hmm. Um, I think this group more understood the beauty and the chaos that is a Frankenstein song, though. Yes. Because that's exactly what I was going to say. A fucking Frankenstein song. But the chorus of this song is immaculate. Yes. I wrote that too. I was like, because it immediately, like straight out of the gate, the song was groovy as fuck again. And I was like, wow, we're really getting like two hits out of these college groups. And then as soon as it like shifted gears, I was like, oh, okay, we're going for the Frankenstein instead. But oh my God, if every part of the Frankenstein song on its own does not fucking rock. Like every part of the song is fantastic. Is it a knock out of the park altogether. I don't know, but all the pieces are very fun. Yeah. Once again, seven people who mm-hmm. took their major seriously. And yeah. I hope that they are proud of this final project. Cause I think it's real. It's K-pop. You did it. Yes. And it's not, and it does not come across as amateur. Like to me, no, I thought like, that it sounded, it sounds really good. Like the production is good. The choreo is tight. They're on point. Like the outfits don't look cheap. The video is, I guess, cheap in that it's like in a single box room, sure. like doing their performance. But like I said, the, the product, the quality of the music production is excellent. Like it yes. sounds very good. And this does not look like a class project. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like in the way that some of the other groups we saw, like, okay, this looks like a dance academy video or like this looks like one of our like dance class videos or something. (laughs) But like this didn't feel that way. I felt like the girls really brought the professionalism. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Okay. It brings us to our very last group on the list for this year. And I'm really excited about this one. I've been excited the whole episode to talk <laughs> about this one. Um, this is our most recent debut. On September 8th, we met a seven-member group from KM Entertainment called I Chillin', which is a combination of Aisling, which means dream and vision, and chillin', which means chillin'. Um, but their first single is called Got Ya, with an apostrophe. Gotcha. Um, I heard this song on the Kville chart earlier in the week when I was watching the new music episode and immediately like explosions in my brain and I wrote down like I can't wait to talk about I chillin on the support group this week like oh boy newest girl group um I love this nobody's watched it I guess it doesn't it's I guess it's like low it doesn't matter or it's like a small company no one cares or whatever but I need everyone to care because I think this is wonderful um 
I think it's wonderful. <laughs> it's another example of like taking taking all that we have learned from K-pop in the last little while and like just doing it right. Um, yeah. Because this song I realized it's super different. It's not in the same key. I'm not accusing ripoff. It's very different, but it follows the exact same structure as Wiki Miki's Oopsie. Mm. It starts with the dump, da dump, dump. Da, 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 like starts on a similar thing and then it goes into like this and then a big splash and a synthy chorus or whatever like it follows the same kind of structure as oopsie but it is a very different song it's yes. a very different song but it gives me the same feelings like it makes me feel the way that wiki miki songs make me feel like it's just really good and i think the chorus is like so addicting and i i think this was my favorite song on the whole list i just oh, really? really liked it i really like yeah. it i bought it immediately it's just good k-pop man that's what i wrote too i was like this is another that just feels so like quintessentially k-pop like we checked all the boxes <laughs> we caught everything in the genre like we knew what we were making when we went into it and it just feels like a really really solid debut all around like the choreo is fun there's like really good point moves in the chorus um that feel like they would be fairly easy to learn and there's this like great kick at some point in there um i just remember writing like kick <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I thought, yeah, the chorus is so catchy, like instant earworm. And yeah. Somebody like you, like you. Like, oh my God, why is it so good? It's so good. It's so cute. It's very cute. I liked it. So, I liked it. I chillin'. I chillin'. And that is the last that we've come up, like we've got to a few days ago. Yes. Um, but I think, like, I will just say because I saw this and I should have written it down, but tease, because we did a tease last year, a group is debuting a few weeks on the first week of October and they are called Bugaboo. Ooh. A six member girl group called Bugaboo from right. A-Team Entertainment, which is interesting. Um, I saw a lot of people being like, do they know that Bugaboo is negative? <laughs> like, that's what you call somebody you don't yeah. want to be calling you. But you it also sounds a Bugaboo. But it does sound cute. Like, Bugaboo. But they look witchy and alieny and like spooky dead eyed in their profile pictures. So I don't know what the vibe is going to be. Interesting. Well, if so you don't know what a Bugaboo that. is, you can listen to the Destiny's Child song. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, all right, that's it. That's our class of 2021 and the support girl groups episode. So please support them. Look them up. Stream yeah. their music. There's a lot of really good dance practices out there. Um, many of them are performing not necessarily on like the standard rotation of music shows, but they will definitely go on like the Simply K-pop show or like the show. Yeah, a little sim a little Simply K-pop here, a little yeah, Idol yeah, yeah. TV exactly. there. You know? You know. So support girl groups and we'll be right back with our random game. All right, we're back. And on support girl groups episodes, we always make sure that the random number generator chooses a girl group to keep the theme going. And this year we didn't have to repick. We the pick that it we don't even have to tell you about the group because the pick that it made, I shit you not, is WJSM the Black. Woo! That's what it chose. I know. And we just told you about it. So all of you can actually watch the heist. We're all going to watch it together. Thank 
fucking God. I love this so much. Song it's of the so year. great. So WJSN, The Black, is Sola, Ekshi, Bona, and Unso from WJSN. Four members. They're going to do a heist. Their hair is wet. They look great. Here they're we going to do hairography. They're going to wear suits. They're going to look great. So pull it up if you want to watch it with us and press play when I say go. Three, two, one, go. Easy. All right, we've got Eshi and is that Unso yep. in the uh, interrogation room? Oh my god, I want a Take cigarette case full of chocolate filled so with bad. chocolate. Yeah. Oh, walk, walk. Ugh, that opening move. <laughs> and I love the instrumentation of the beginning with the like guitar. Yes. That's I love it. Taking the ponytail. Yes. Out. A removal of a scrunchie as the choreo. Oh, and that spin. Ah, oh, yes. This was the best. It's so good. Even though as she did wear like a really weird attachable or detachable ponytail. Oh yeah. That was not a regular ponytail. It was like literally attached to her with like with like a giant plastic carabiner. It was yeah, like a carabiner. Thank even, you. That's like... the word I was looking for. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 Choreography. It kills me. It's so good. little hip cut out here a little crop jacket there i'm waiting yes in the blue ones bona's hair is wet and i like can't abide by wet hair but like she's really pulling it off yeah but i hate wet hair as a look but damn she really looks great with the wet hair she does she does and the blue with the little hip cutouts uh uh, 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 that move yes. is the best. And I love the move where they just like, w- they like wiggle their leg. Like with their, if they do like a whole yes with their body. It's great. This Yeah, the choreo is just so strong and so good. And they just like look amazing. They are all just like yeah. commanding my attention so deeply right now. Yeah, and they really all, like, every single one of them looks so beautiful in the whole thing. And the plot, we've just basically had, like, we've gone back and forth between the different dance sets and the um, interrogation rooms. But now we're getting some plot twists. Yeah, And we're seeing people we thought perhaps were the investigators, and they seem to be in on it. Oh, I, I, okay. There was just a flash of them. Oh, this move, this move. Jesus Christ. There's a lot. There was a flash of them in like cowboy hats and masks yes. looking like bandoleros or whatever. And it's only for a flash. And I wish that it was longer because yes. they look so cool. The sunset cowboy set is not used enough because it is the last shot of the of it because they have their Thelma and Louise moment where they like drive off into the sunset but they're Uh, wearing like leather suits and like cowboy hats and they look awesome they look so awesome they look so awesome 
They got all the money and they got they away. They got all that money. Yay! What a perfect ending to this episode. A it's like so ending. on topic. I love and it. And a perfect song. A perfect thank song. Thank you, random number generator. Thank you, WJSN The oh, Black. Thank you, WJSN The Black, for all that you do. All right, weekly recommendation time. Do you have something you want to hit us oh, with? Oh, let's see. Well, my initial thought was just simply recommend uh, Purple Kiss's newest song, Zombie. They recently went on that live Dramada YouTube channel that we love so much, and they did a live version. Um, so, like, I do recommend that. I recommended a lot of different dance practices as well. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I feel like my, yeah, I'll say that. I'll just say, um, purple kiss zombie live performance. And also if you liked, I really liked the majors spit it out debut. Um, and their follow-up rain on me is, is fun as well. But, um, I really recommend the simply K-pop performance of majors spit it out. Great. Love it. Perfect. Um, I'm going to be bad and stray away just a little bit because I don't know if I'll get another chance to talk about it. But if you weren't paying attention, Hyuna and Dawn debuted this week as a duo. Together. As a duo. Making K-pop history. Absolute K-pop history. Iconic, iconic, iconic. Um, I'm sure I'll find a way to like talk about it later at the end of the year. Favorites. I don't wanna I don't wanna bore everybody now. Um, but it's so good. The EP is called One Plus One Equals One. It has four tracks. The first one is called Deep Dive. It's like purple 2021 version. Like, that's definitely the vibe. And then we've got our main single, Ping Pong, which is wild, fun, crazy nonsense. Play the ping pong. Um, then there's a song called XOXO, which is just like funky, booty-shaking music. It's like not disco, but it maybe is a little Prince, a little like mm. Huey Lewis. Like, I don't know. It's the pianos and the funky bass. It's such a good booty shaker. And then the last song on the album is called I Know. And it's a breakup song. And it's like very <gasps> moody. And like, yes. I love taking a like doing a duet as a breakup song instead of like, that's a fun vibe to do. So anyway, yeah. it's a great mini. Listen to it. Love it. There's so many great videos, so much great Hyuna Don content, but I'm going to focus it into one recommendation for maybe a YouTube channel recommendation in general for the people who are not as obsessed with these two people as me and want a regular recommendation. So I learned from Hyuna and Don that the YouTube channel BA Verse Studio, um, that's like B-A-V-E-R-S-E, Baverse. <laughs> B-A-verse, B-verse, I don't know. B-A-verse studios. They make lots of content, mostly usually with like rappers and KR&B people, like not as much idols. But Hyana and Don did this uh, video with them that they've done a whole series of that's called My X Set. And it's like a play, it's an hour long playlist of like not K-pop, like some K-pop, just like a playlist that the artist made themselves. And then it's a video of like that artist just like hanging out in an apartment, making some breakfast, like writing a letter, like whatever, while the playlist plays. So Hyuna and Dawn did this. They're like in an Airbnb with the fucking dogs 
cuddling and coloring and feeding each other cookies and just like having a nice time for an hour while this playlist plays. So you can't hear them talk. It's just like a playlist, but like in a fish tank way, they are just providing the visuals. So I just like really enjoyed it. I thought it was a really great way to spend an hour and they have so many of them. So I don't know if you need company while you like study or fold laundry or something. These BA verse my ex set videos are really interesting and the Hyana Dawn one is so sweet. Fun. What a fun concept. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting. So um, check that out and check out all the great Hyana Dawn things that we've gotten in the last week because Hyana worked really hard on all the outfits. So you gotta go look at them because she worked real hard on the outfits. Okay. Um, all right. Oh, that's it. That's it for this week. Amazing. We did it. We got through. So much good stuff. So much good stuff. So thank you for tuning in. Support your local girl groups, as always. (laughs) Um, And if you would like to tell us about your favorite girl group from this episode or tell us anything at all, we can be found at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. 181-AMAKpop5 to send a voicemail. AMAKpod at gmail.com for emails. P.O. Box 26096, Los Angeles, California, 2009. No, 90026. Correct. Good job. Is for sending us a letters or a packages. A listener sent us really pretty 3D printed logos. I got a Hyuna, a Hyuna yes. standee to go a in my Hyuna, Hyuna shrine. I was so excited. Thank you to that listener. Okay, anyway, um, you can find all kinds of links in our link tree. For our YouTube, we'll have a playlist of all of these. There's a Spotify playlist of just the songs. We've got a Discord where you can hang out with other people. Go order Idol Gossip. It's out today. And we're all going to read it. Yes, it's (laughs) out today. And we're going to do fun book club stuff. We have a Patreon um, where you can get some bonus content. So patreon.com slash amakpoppod. We put out bonus episodes every month. And yeah, those are all the places we're around. Come find us. Yes, we're very available. We're very available. And we'll be back next week with something else fun. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Jonghyun, your inspiration. I wish I could show you my fucking screen right now. I wish I could screen share so that you would believe me. Our numbers choices were between 147 and 400. It picked 395. You know what's 395? WJSN the Black. Yes! So we'll just watch it. That's it. (laughs) Yes! Yes!